I'm John. I'm Drew. I'm Nick. And I'm Chelsea. And you're listening to the Archive, our ever-growing library of everything, one hour at a time. Welcome to uh, Tropical Hideaway, uh, deep in the corners of the archive, previously undiscovered, uh, but we have come here this week because we're talking about tiki bars. Mm. I am your steward, (laughs) Trader John, and I'm... Do we each get a name? Yeah. If you can come up with one real quick. Oh, shit. Drew, you do yours first. Uh, I am Drew Kalele. Uh, I'm Nick. Shit. <laughs> and we are joined by a very, very special guest, uh, the siren and sage of... <laughs> Polynesian pleasure. <laughs> Whoa, boy. Chelsea. <laughs> What's her nickname? So, I did look up to see if there was a, like, a lady's name. quiz or something oh. about oh. come up with your own tiki. Oh, there cool. was a quiz. They did did take, you take it? Yes, but it just said that I was the tiki of the winds. Oh. The That's Tiki of the name. Winds. That's no good. It's no good. Mm. Uh, so, Tiki Bars. We... Seashell. Uh, oh, that's nice. I like like seashell. seashell. But it's your name mm. transposed. Yeah. Chelsea. Really what about Shell C? Shell C. That's probably better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is a Tiki Bar? <laughs> I'm glad you asked, Nick. Uh, we're going to talk about that. All right. Ah, cool. Uh, before we get to tiki bars, though, um, we probably should define uh, what is tiki in general. Mm-hmm. Um, also known as Polynesian pop. Yeah. It has come to be known as Polynesian pop. Um, is that like this, soda? Yeah. It's, okay. uh, it's basically uh, just a lot of... I call it Polynesian Coke. Island flavors. <laughs> You're from Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, uh, and we should uh, note that we have uh, libations here uh, that we've assembled. They're to... gorgeous. Yeah. We will put photos in the show notes. They have giant ice Can you describe them? them? Yeah, so, uh, well, oh. we have we have two, two communal drinks here. <laughs> um, <laughs> recommended by Drew. No. Uh, no. We, no. We have one. No. One is called the Scorpion. Which one is that? And that is the one in this the big um, volcano uh, bowl. And okay. Do you want to describe this one? Yes. This is actually called the Scorpion Bowl. Oh. Oh, that's not named after John's jacket that <laughs> has a scorpion on the <laughs> his, back of it? His cosplay jacket? Oh, is that cosplay? Oh, I don't know. It's not named after the Mortal Kombat character? Why is it called a Scorpion Bowl? Well... Because the drink itself was called a scorpion, uh. also known, though, as a volcano. Mm-hmm. And uh, Trader Vic, who I know we'll probably talk about, he's one of the forefathers of Tiki, discovered scorpion drink in Honolulu. Now, I don't, I'm not sure the origins of that beyond Honolulu. And in the 30s, and brought it 
back here and came up with this kind of punch bowl thing to serve it in. Mm-hmm. And thus the scorpion was born. So, okay, so he, it, we can assume it had the name Scorpion before the bowl yes. came to be. Yes. Because I feel like you would not name this thing other than anything other than a volcano drink I, based yeah. on the yeah. bowl it's coming in. Mm-hmm. So do all scorpion slash volcano bowls <clears throat> have the little volcano-ish thing in the center? I think they do. And this bowl is kind of a variation of that, and it doesn't have it. Mm-hmm. But the... The cocktail that we got out of this one um, at Trader Sam's, Trader Sam's <laughs> did have a, a flaming float in it, and then cinnamon was in each of these um, indentations mm-hmm. you threw in the flame, and it sparked. So uh-huh. I think that's kind of common in, in, to all in, of in these. these. This other uh, vessel is a triangular shape, and in each point of the triangle. There's a little bowl. Yes. And you're saying flames shot out of those. They, these were full of cinnamon, and you threw you the cinnamon into cinnamon. the flame. Wow. You could create sparks with your cinnamon. Oh, there the cinnamon was in this little bowl. Right. Yes. And you could toss it in the floaty guy. Yeah. And there is no floaty guy currently. There is no floaty guy currently. Oh, no floaty guy. Cool. The, but you can put floaty guys in it. You can. But to your uh, fear of communal drinking, yeah, you should know. I'm weirded out. That there is uh, apparently a big history of this, starting from the 1600s. People would get together and drink out of punch bowls. I don't know that that makes Drew feel any better. <laughs> I'm never, all of those people like are it, dead but. now. <laughs> yeah, they're all <laughs> dead. <We're here. laughs> we came from them, you know. <laughs> well, okay, but speak for yourself. <laughs> We've accumulated all of their germs over time, so there's really nothing new to right, go around. Right, right. Yeah. So wait, what's in the scorpion? Did you um, say? Yeah. Well, I didn't say. We'll put the uh, we can put the recipes for these in the show notes. But um, this, so there, the the drinks that we have here, uh, the scorpion is. Um, there are a lot of versions of it. Yeah. Like that have been developed over the years. This one comes from um, the proprietors of a tiki bar in San Francisco called Smuggler's Cove. Okay. And a couple years ago, they published a book which has. Um, a lot of their recipes, but also like historical notes, um, tips for having your own tiki party. It's a very good uh, guide <laughs> to uh, the tiki bar culture mm. in general. So I'm checking um, out the book right now, and chapter one: start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so we will we'll put the uh, the link to this recipe in the show notes, but I will just read it to you right now if I can find it. So floating in the strength. You've got some sliced yeah, limes. I've seen some limes, some big ice, some nice spheres, thick straws, some umbrellas. Yeah, ice spheres. Ice spheres. They're not cubes. That's a hard word to say. Ice, ice sphere. spheres. Um, and then some classic uh, drink umbrellas. Yes. Yeah. I, is that essential? That is essential. Yeah. Now, if these were truly legitimate drinks, we would have like orchids and various mm. other. So these are not legit. Ephemera in there. These are not legit. And those, and what flavor are these umbrellas? Uh, <laughs> they are Dollar Tree flavor. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Nick just ate one. <laughs> uh, all right. The scorpion consists of lime juice, orange juice, um, simple syrup, which is just sugar and water, basically. I think um, he means scissor. 
scissor. <laughs> uh, brandy, or in this case, vermouth. Um, gin and lightly aged rum. All right. All together. Is, is vermouth brandy? Or it is not. Or you're just substituting that? We substituted uh, vermouth because we did not have any brandy. It's your house recipe. Right. Um, oh. Now the other one. <laughs> Trader John's house recipe Trader for the scorpion. Trader John's not doing very good at locating this other recipe. Yeah, what's in this drink? So this one, I think you'll this be is the particularly triangle excited by, Drew, because this one comes from... Knock three times. Now, I've got a question. <laughs> I only shop at Aldi myself. Okay. They've got great vegetables for a good price. Angie's always telling me about going to someplace called Trader Joe's. Oh. Is she lying to me, and she's really going and getting drunk at a tiki bar? <laughs> I think reason. she's lying, <laughs> but I don't know about the other part. I gotta go. <laughs> well, that's a good point. Trader Joe's is just like a grocery store, mm-hmm. but this, <laughs> but in the back. <laughs> no, but it kind of falls in with all of this tiki movement mm. that's come on, where um, miniature golf and apartment buildings and things like that were themed tiki. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the heyday. I don't yeah. know. You could argue that Trader Joe's wouldn't exist in its current form if it weren't for the tiki movement. Definitely wouldn't. It, it would have been Bricklayer Joe's. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Plumber Joe's. Uh, yeah. It's a sewer-themed <laughs> grocery store. Uh, all right. So the other drink that we have here, um, which is being served tonight in a mug from Trader Sam's, which is the tiki bar at the Disneyland Hotel. Uh, this is called Hondo Hattie's Jungle Punch, mm. and it was created for a Tiki Oasis party. We'll talk about Tiki Oasis in a little bit. Uh, at the Walt Disney Family Museum. Oh. And so this calls for lemon juice, honey syrup, scissor, uh, <laughs> blue curacao, uh, port, or um, oh. in this case I used... Um, oh. Uh, cooking wine <laughs> and uh, Dr. Taylor's Velvet Falernum or, or in this case favorite... uh, salami <laughs> <laughs> do you uh, have Dr. what is it? yeah Dr. Dr. Taylor's oh. Velvet Falernum mm-hmm. mm. Dr. and uh, pear liqueur <laughs> Uh, aged rum and Angostura bitters. Now, I love the, bitters. The thing that I love about this, and I think you'll appreciate this, Drew, is that the, this is a note from the uh, the mixologist who created this. Joe Rody. He says, uh, this is a rare instance where I will use blue curacao and only to simulate the color of the water on the Jungle Ooh, Cruise attraction. Theming. Yeah. Is it blue? I it can't It's kind see of a greenish it. blue. I like how, um, you know, in the same way that my wife will turn any conversation into a Trump-focused political conversation, <laughs> you guys manage to talk about Disney World or Disney <laughs> in some way. Everything we talk about is right. insane. Well, in this case, uh, it's especially appropriate because at yeah. least for me, I think uh, my first awareness of like Polynesian pop culture came from Disney. Sure. So... Like either, I don't know if it was from like actually visiting Disney World and going through Adventureland or the Polynesian Hotel, 
or if it was just watching Disney TV shows that featured um, mm-hmm. Polynesian themes. Um, but I definitely became aware of this culture initially through Disney. And, uh, um, well, and <laughs> the scorpion is <laughs> in motion. <laughs> Normally, so yeah, that's another good point. Normally, with a with a communal drink like this, um, given that we are all sitting on opposite sides of the table, we uh, <laughs> he found his favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Normally, you would have these like really long straws so that you oh, have right. to strain to reach the drink. But I don't. We like don't have the long straws. The scorpion, at all. At all. At all. At all. At all. I don't like the scorpion at all. No. At all. At all. At all. At all. Now, Do you Chelsea get what I'm said at all, like a toro, at all, or an at all. <laughs> How do you say that word? That's a Star Wars reference. No, no, no. no. Yeah, that's a character at on all? that planet. <laughs> where, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lando Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's it, from SpongeBob, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I think SpongeBob was very influenced by tiki culture. I bet. Yeah. Good I call. never thought about that, but. Everyone in Tiki culture has square pants, right? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Where was I going with that? Long straws. Long straws. Yeah, we don't have long straws with us tonight. Mm -hmm. So we're having to uh, adapt. They're smoothie straws. (laughs) They're good straws. Yeah, so the intake is probably a lot more um, potent with these uh, shorter, wider straws. We will all be Tiki files in like five minutes. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Uh, yeah, I got into Tiki largely from, I think, the architectural aspects of it because there's a lot of crossover with um, Googie architecture. There's kind of mid-century, like, exaggerated geometric <laughs> shapes and stuff. Um, Can you see me biting my tongue? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll save that for the Googie <laughs> architecture Stop episode. saying it. <laughs> but so, How do you uh, spell that? G O O G I E? Googie? Yeah. Okay. Not. Okay. <laughs> not, not what? <laughs> Chelsea? <laughs> uh, so, Polynesian architecture. When, when this Polynesian pop thing first took hold in the mid 20th century, it manifested, as Chelsea mentioned, in a lot of um, recreational activities and in uh, architecture, like apartment complexes and car washes and bowling alleys would all be decked out in um, Polynesian motifs. And I guess I should mention, this is um, island-themed, what we're talking about, Polynesia. Mm -hmm. That's the um, South Seas region. (laughs) We're abandoning our umbrellas. Um, Yeah, where is Polynesia? Is that near Tibetan? It's. <laughs> I think they speak Tibetan yeah. in uh, Polynesia. Um, it's the sort of South Seas region made up of islands like Fiji and Hawaii and um, New Zealand. I Maybe think considered. Part I think of it's Polynesia? kind of uh, Polynesian adjacent. Yeah, everything east of New Zealand. <laughs> it's Polynesia. Everything excluding New Zealand. There's a little line there. Now entering Polynesia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I um, but Polynesian pop culture really started in Southern California. Um, and it actually, while the, the big movement sort of took hold in the mid 
20th century, around the 50s or 60s, the tiki bar itself actually predates that um, and goes back all the way to the 30s and uh, was kind of influenced by, I guess, the the first wave of interest in like the uh, Polynesian culture, island culture, uh, sort of started in the 20s. Oh, wait, should we talk about the history? Yeah. The history. The history. Started with uh, a wave of interest in uh, island music and um, um, art in the 20s. And so, like, if you have ever heard of a place called the Coconut Grove, um, um, which was a nightclub in L.A., I think. Um, I think there might have been one in New York, too. But uh, these kind of ritzy uh, nightclubs would often be decked out in palm trees and have... um, coconut accents throughout um but it was they were still serving like the the traditional cocktails it was mm. like martinis and, oh, okay. and manhattans and stuff um but it wasn't until a guy named let me get his name Bays Malbus <laughs> <laughs> Harb Binley uh, he's the Binleyest this name is amazing. Ernest Raymond Beaumont Gant, Whoa. who was uh, born in Mexia, Texas in 1907. Um, or he was born in New Orleans. Or oh, he was born in Jamaica sons. because there are a lot of conflicting stories that he himself probably uh, created about or. his origin. <laughs> uh, but he was a seafaring teenager. Um, Whoa. <laughs> And uh, traveled around the Caribbean uh, in his early life, um, living the, uh, the, the lifestyle that would ultimately come to be um, evoked in tiki culture. Um, and by the time he was like 23, he had traveled all over the Caribbean and uh, also to the western uh, coast of the United States. But he, he ran out of money. Ended up in Los Angeles and took a bunch of odd jobs, including as a valet for some of the ritzier nightclubs in L.A. So he would get to know a lot of the uh, movie industry people by parking their car and regale them. With they just tales. had the one. Just <laughs> <laughs> it was a small town back then. Hey, Drew. I thought I had it. <laughs> I got it Tuesdays between three and three fifteen. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, um, he would, he would, uh, tell them stories about his travels and, um, eventually when he got a little bit of, uh, cash, Mm -hmm. he decided to, um, take all of the artifacts and bric-a-brac that he had collected from all of his travels, um, throughout the, uh, island regions and put it into a sea themed bar that he called... Applebee's. Be- <laughs> 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 yeah, he. I guess you could say that uh, we owe all of the uh, current. Um, oh. <laughs> it's his fault. <laughs> the motif yeah. of sticking uh, your old junk on the walls, throwing crap yeah. on the walls of your we restaurant. Got this old tricycle. <laughs> Got a, a license plate sign. from Oregon. Yeah. Got this uh, <laughs> football helmet. <laughs> uh, got this lacrosse 
thing. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> it's got the net on it, but. <laughs> So yeah, it's all his fault. He so what did he call his on place the, on the the walls and called it Don's Beachcomber? Don's Beachcomber. Now I do that. I've heard of. That's where it all starts. That's really uh, like normally. I think when you have cultural phenomenon like this, it's usually not attributable to like one individual. But and neither is this. But <laughs> but it is kind of amazing how much of it is rooted in uh, this guy who would ultimately change his name because everybody would r- just refer to him as Don. He, he actually legally changed his name to Don Beachcomber awesome. sometime in the 30s or 40s. Have I mentioned Pierre Paradise? No. <laughs> When I worked at Star Clover, there was a guy who came in <laughs> and set up an account with us. And I'm like putting his information in, and he, I'm like, name. And he's like, Pierre, last name, Paradise. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to see some ID. <laughs> that was his name. Wow. Yeah. And I can only what assume. What kind of comics did he, he um, I don't Lady remember. I, oh. Lady Death, probably. <laughs> yeah, Lady Death, Vampirilla. Witchcraft. Yeah. Witchblade. Yeah. <laughs> the darkness. All of the best comics. Yeah. All the best ones. I hope he's like secretly listening to the show. Pierre Paradise. Like, yeah. 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 And yeah. Now he's like, yeah. he mentioned he me. Remembers me. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> I'm. Thank you. This is, I'm commenting for the first time. And yes, I did like Lady Death. It's a valid piece of artwork. And no, he, he uh, looked and acted like a Pierre Paradise, but I just had to see some ID, you know? Yeah. Um, so I don't know if he was like a DJ or a stripper or... No. <laughs> <laughs> the only two professions where a name like that makes Day any trader. kind of sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry. Um, so Don's Beachcomber capitalized on Don's travels um, in more ways than just the uh, decor because he actually had cultivated a pretty good understanding of Caribbean drinking Mm -hmm. um, styles and uh, so he, (laughs) you know, (laughs) through a straw (laughs) or from the side of a cup. A long straw. (laughs) Uh, But so he took like the basic ingredients of that um, cocktail scene and started introducing all of these crazy combinations and uh, that's where a lot of the traditional tiki drinks come from directly from Don did I was did I hear correctly that he started with sort of the the basic you know drink mixes that they would do but then decided to really add a, a ton of other stuff like as his own kind of signature to to that idea is that right? That is correct. Yes. And it was a really um, secretive process. Like now... Mm, um, secret recipes. Most we got the book on it, though. <laughs> well, it's not a secret anymore. Oh, yeah. Uh, but at the time, like, and I think even still today, the predominant um, way of mixing a drink in a public mm-hmm. bar is usually you do it in front of people. Oh. But Don... He would set up this little curtain... <laughs> He'd still stand at the bar, but he had this little curtain. It's much like a dungeon master. Yeah. And he'd grab things yeah. and he'd move them and he'd roll some dice and then he'd put your drink out. And <laughs> Before the, the curtain, he'd just go, don't look. 
Stop, Stop it. it. <laughs> you would actually like take people's eyes out. Yeah. Oh, Remove make them. Make their drinks. Yeah. Yeah. Stretch his mouth out. Yeah. Yeah. Put them in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes people would actually get the drink with their eyes yeah, in it. Oh. As a secret That's ingredient. A That's a lucky treat. Yeah. 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 Only, the, only his favorite customers mm-hmm. get that. You must be special. <laughs> this he, drink he, looks great. Because <laughs> the eyes are in it. Get it? Is that what it was called? Well, that's what the Looks patron great. would say. <laughs> he would take them, so he would he would assemble them, or his bartender team would assemble them behind um, a wall, mm-hmm. and they had like a little serving window that would the drinks would show up on. That's so cool. nobody could really see the drinks as they were made, so they right. couldn't tell what was going into Did them. Did they know at all what was in them? Like, were they told, this is a rum drink, this is a... Yeah, I think the menu, we could probably find... Um, some this is a whiskey drink. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> I gave true a look and I'm like, ah, I'm gonna let it go. And you found it. <laughs> this one's a cider drink. <laughs> this is a lager drink. Yeah, Don actually wrote that song. Oh wow. Uh he I think the menu did have like uh allusions to Ind- what was in what you're the, getting. Yeah. But the the menus uh, and this has become a, a tradition for tiki bars, the the menu was very playful. The language uh, descriptions of these drinks was, you know, kind of um, evocative yeah. and um, Ooh. Uh, played on the South Seas theme as well. Right. So, but they, uh, he even went so far as to put all of the ingredients in code oh. so that if you happen to be like, if you, if you went behind that wall, like you were a delivery person yeah. or something and you saw somebody mixing a drink you wouldn't know what the elements were. You would just know, like, uh, formula number four, you get two squirts of that. Oh. One squirt of formula <laughs> three. Sixty-four. Squirts yeah. of everything. Yeah, are they in, like, ketchup bottles? I, that's what? kind of how I pictured it. Like, the way that it's described, it, I just imagine <laughs> these are, like, terrible. hot sauce. Uh, you know, like when you go to barbecue places and they have those. <laughs> I mean, it tubs. was the 30s. I don't think I delivered had, like, a case of ice to that... <laughs> Beachcomber Don's and just <laughs> everything's made of ketchup. <laughs> With different numbers on them. It's weird. Ketchup thirteen is my also favorite. my ice delivery business is failing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you just cracked yourself up on that one. Because the guy's so sad. <laughs> what do you know? He started an ice delivery business. I mean those did exist. No. That's not a, that's not a made up. Thing. No, was it last week we talked the about the three stooges? Of ice delivery. We should bring that back. We should start the Uber of ice. Yeah. Also, that's my new rap. <laughs> and <name>. let's <laughs> adopt their political stances too. <laughs> have you noticed on Hulu lately? Have do you guys watch Hulu? Yeah. They yeah. they have apology ads running for me nonstop, but from uh, apologizing to you. Yes. <laughs> Nick. Apologizing from you? <laughs> hey guys. Soon. Sorry the, about that. The percolator hasn't aired yet. <laughs> After that, they will have ads from me. But no, there's a Wells Fargo ad and there's a, um, a Uber ad. Really? And, and they're both like, hey, <laughs> not everyone's hey, perfect. Come here. <laughs> Get over here. We're working on stuff. <laughs> the future's bright. What do you think about this Me Too movement? <laughs> Hey, come here. <laughs> Corporations. We're people, too. Technically. And we made legally a big old dumb mistake. 
Everybody right. does it. I have seen the Facebook one. Uh, yeah, and the Facebook like that. one. Yeah. yeah. Which isn't so much... It's not really apologetic. It just no, sort of says... It's very You know, carefully. we kind of maybe slid a bit away from <laughs> where we originally were, right. but now we're back to let you <laughs> to know. To where we originally were. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I didn't mean to get us off track. Um, I always do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, where were we? Ice delivery. Ice delivery. <laughs> yeah. Well, so Don's Don's beachcomber was huge. Yeah. It, it took off. Everybody loved it, and it was like uh, really popular with all the famous movie stars and movie makers of the day. And was Rock um, Hudson? Didn't, didn't they become regulars to a degree? Yes. No, I'm, or am I thinking something else? Yeah. No, they did. Um, and in fact, no. Maybe I'm conflating this. Was Don the one who was dating Lana Turner? Oh, I don't know. I could be wrong about this, but I think... No, Don did not date Lana Turner. Don, um, he married his secretary, I oh. think. Or he hired he hired this woman on to kind of be the administrative uh, force behind uh, the Beachcomber because it was turning into an empire. Right. Like, it quickly became this franchisable entity. Um, and I think he partnered with a hotel chain, so mm. they would have Don, Don the Beachcomber's... And, oh, that's another thing. It went from being Don's Beachcomber to Don the Beachcomber oh. um, when he expanded. He moved across the street out of the hovel that he was originally in. Well, and the interior, because that's such a huge part of Tiki Bar, is just the, the yeah. look of the it. The theming. The theming. The interior was designed by like Hollywood set designer. Oh, yeah. That's uh, the idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He called upon his colleagues in the industry. That's cool. Created. So right from the beginning, that's a huge part of... The scene, yeah. Um, but no, the 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 person I was thinking of, who I believe dated Lana Turner or was at least romantically involved with Lana Turner, was the Vic of Trader Vic's, oh. who's probably the uh, other big uh, trader. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, me and Trader Vic were the only two traders, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe, he Joe. Trader Joe, yeah, yeah. Um, Ming. <laughs> Trader Ming. Oh, yeah. I like those hot stickers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lost. Not hard. Trader Joe, um, their products, when they're in a different, like, for instance, a, a Mexican uh, style cuisine mm-hmm. would be Trader Jose's. Okay, so speaking of appropriation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where does that fit in here? Good question. Uh, yeah, a really good question. question. It's um, it's been. <laughs> <laughs> I so so I, uh, you had shared a documentary from uh, PBS. Yeah, and I watched that, and that sort of came up um, where the people who are into wait. I have to wake up. Hold on. <laughs> what are you guys doing here? <laughs> I just had a dream. <laughs> and you were there? Uh, and you were there? Uh, All right, I'm sorry. I thought you were going to do an apology ad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what it sounded like a yeah. good jingle. For Can that a, be our ad this by, week? By wake up, I meant... <laughs> I am now woke. <laughs> and I'm oh, sorry no. for the things that I said 
<laughs> All the time. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, in that documentary, they talked to a lot of people who are fans and, and a part of the movement or, or part of the scene, you know, yeah. the Polynesian pop. And the revivalists. It was funny because it was this uh, woman and she was talking about um, how it's okay because it's just fun. Uh, that 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 it's just fun to like pretend that you're Polynesian, right? And that was kind of the extent that that documentary <laughs> delved into whether or not this is appropriation. Because I have a similar, uh, you know, question around it of like, you know, I love all the the styling and the aesthetic and 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 the kitsch and all that, and it's like, yeah, what. What, what's, what level are we at here? Yeah. Well, a lot of those tiki files describe like the ideal tiki bar mm-hmm. as feeling like you are in the South Pacific and you're shipwrecked and um, on this beautiful tropical island, and that's where you are. And so, I don't think that the point is to be Polynesian, but mm-hmm. it's to be there and experiencing it. Yeah. Much like at Disney properties mm-hmm. where you would, you know, I'm in France at a yeah. or whatever. Or Neverland. Right. Yeah, Disney's been misappropriating Neverland for like <laughs> 68 <laughs> years yes. now or something. Um, yeah, I, the, what I was curious about is, you know, the inspiration and uh, kind of the beginnings of this are from someone's experience mm-hmm. in, you know, the, in Polynesian uh, locales, right? Well, not even really. That's interesting, right. too, because he was more um, Caribbean-based. Right. Yeah, and and like, he sort of, like, even took that as a starting point, but then kind of added his own spin to it. Yeah. So it seems like it's sort of a riff on a riff on a riff at this point. Yeah, definitely. I'm not, I don't know if that absolves it of anything, but it, I think it makes it maybe a bit cloudier as to like what. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, and it gets even more uh, muddled when the, when the culture kind of like really picks up after World War II. Right. And they, it, it starts going beyond just this sort of themed dining, drinking experience. Um, and becomes like, well, it becomes Adventureland at Disneyland. Yeah. And it's um, people are putting tiki totems in front of gas station stuff. Yeah. yeah. And so it, it's everywhere. And then it, it gets to the point, it becomes so pervasive as the face of Polynesian culture that when Hawaii becomes a state in 1959, I think. Um, tourists start going in droves to Hawaii and these other Polynesian islands mm-hmm. expecting right. to see this tiki culture, yeah. this pop version of Polynesia in on the actual island. And so then Hawaii developers starts. like, oh, well, that's what they want. Then we'll start building these oh, wow. fake yeah. A-frame you know, huts and stuff. Huh. So then it, it, it sort of flips and kind of infects the the real culture the real uh, island culture 
I thought it was interesting to learn that the reason, you know, you talked about the, the beginnings of Tiki or, you know, the twenties or thirties, but the, that big first like movement or, or craze happened when, uh, uh, soldiers were coming home from World War II because either before shipping out or coming back, they spent time in Hawaii and like loved it there. Yeah, and and came back and found these tiki bars and stuff that reminded them of being there, and they wanted to relive that part of their experience. Obviously, none of the other part. Yeah, but uh, I didn't realize that was kind of where that surge of popularity came from, or at least began. Yeah, I think it 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 that has a huge amount to deal to do with it, and then I think also the um, just the emphasis on like recreation that kind of comes mm-hmm. out of that era too, where like people are like really for the first time like flush with you know money and and expendable income and leisure time, right? And so this is like a these two things kind of collide in that um, and it really like lasts really heavily for like maybe 10 years. Mm -hmm. And then um, once that generation kind of moves on, it doesn't, that then the appropriation element starts to kind of break away Mm -hmm. some of the sheen on it because then you've got people going to Vietnam. Right. Right. And the two, to go to a dinner show where <laughs> some girl is, you know, dancing in a grass skirt yeah. while meanwhile your friends are right. know, going to Vietnam to fight in the jungle sort of you can understand why it might have not played as well to right. audiences after that. But the escapism and I think the 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 link that it has to mid-century culture is kind of what has helped mm. bring it back and become uh maybe even more of a movement now or, or a different kind of movement maybe, but um, that really focuses in on the, the design of it and the, the, the look and the feel. Aesthetic. Yeah. And, and accentuates how removed from reality it mm-hmm. is. You know, mm-hmm. It is a really idealized thing if you, that the space of a tiki bar is of an idealized environment where everything's sort of controlled. And if it's a good tiki bar, you know, it's, it's like a casino or something where you don't know what you don't see the outside. Yeah. World. Yeah. You are ensconced in this yeah. environment. Um, so, uh, I haven't been to a tiki bar in town in St. Louis. There's not one. No, <laughs> I will contend. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's something called the Tiki Tavern or something. Uh, I, can I say the name? Of the yeah, place? absolutely. Even if I'm yeah. disparaging it. <laughs> that's how, that's, that's how slander works. Go ahead. We love to disparage things. Yeah. It's called Taha's Twisted Tiki. And I've not been there. You guys have been? We have. We actually went last night. Oh. We went there to, before. Yeah. We had been there too. previously. Oh, okay. Yeah. But and now with this while. episode upcoming, you were like, let's give it another chance. Yeah, we happened to be in that neighborhood to see a, yeah. a music showcase, and so it was a good chance to go in and sort of just make sure. Reassess, <laughs> confirm, or correct our uh, previous notions of Well, it. let me ask, you know, you don't have to cite specifics of that place, but... What is it? What's your server's name? (laughs) (laughs) What, you know, 
what is it about a place like that that doesn't, you know... Yeah, what makes a good tiki yeah. bar and what... Versus right. a bad one. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think the, you know, what John was just talking about with the environment of, you know, escapism was creating that that shipwreck feel mm-hmm. um, is a big thing. Uh, with the decor, it's pretty important to have that just right. Not, you know, signs you can buy from the mm. aforementioned Dollar Tree that say, like, Tiki Time, that mm-hmm. you just, like, staple on your wall. Yeah. Um, the cocktails have to be... I mean, Tiki cocktails have been just completely destroyed, I guess, over the years. Like, I never liked them. I'm mm-hmm. not still... I'm still not a huge fan of them in general, but... <laughs> <laughs> Why are we even here? <laughs> <laughs> um, but so that has to be good. This is mine now. If you don't want it, it's, I'm drinking all of this. <laughs> and the music is a huge part of it. Mm. And this particular place has a really big shortcoming with the music. Mm. I play like 90s dance music. Uh, oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Why they bother? Have, Why bother? They have TVs there, like, showing so baseball games and stuff. Oh, wow. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think, like, the the integrity of the illusion is, like, maybe a, a general way of saying yeah. like, what makes a good tiki bar. Yeah. Yes. So, like, if, if you could probably lose one of those elements, like, you could have decor on the lesser end of the spectrum. Right. But if everything else is great, if the drinks are good and the music is right and, you know, you're en- enveloped in that environment, then... But you want to be, like, convinced. By. You want, like, an escape room slash tiki oh, room yeah. where you're, like, they hit you over the head and you <laughs> wake up on... Oh, <laughs> did you hear about uh, Neil Patrick Harris having... Uh, uh, you know the movie The Game? Yeah. He just, as a birthday present, his husband gave him uh, the game style <laughs> adventure. That sounds terrible. <laughs> well, he, he, he didn't get thrown off a building at the end, but <laughs> it's still pretty cool. And I wish one of you jerks had enough respect for me. <laughs> My birthday's coming up in seven months. And <laughs> just you get the hammer. <laughs> no, just, but you, yeah. <laughs> just Nick's birthday. Only. <laughs> Only my birthday. Yeah. No other hosts of this podcast have birthdays coming oh, up. Yeah. Especially in March. Day. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you, you're looking for the, the whole atmosphere of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the that's the key. Uh, but the music is super important, I think. And like traditionally, I guess that has leaned toward um, mostly like Exotica, Exotica yeah. um, and like Wait, so that what's documentary. Exotica, uh, Exotica is Madonna's classic <laughs> seminal album. <laughs> uh, yeah, True Blue was on that one, right? Yeah. I think no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's kind of a, a a tropical mix of lounge music. Um, okay, so um, the the. The, the guy who's kind of credited with creating a signature Exotica sound is uh, Martin Denny, who uh, was in one of those documentaries that mm. I posted. Uh, they actually interview him, and they talk about him a little bit in the other one. Did he have a um, big head or something? 
He did. Uh, I remember that name, but I don't. Big hit. <laughs> I only listen to people with big hits. <laughs> Madonna. I do think his album. <laughs> Exotica. Yeah. His uh, first album, I think, um, made like a kind of a big splash uh, when it first oh. came out. Island pun. So he would <laughs> mix uh, like. Uh, vibes and uh, drums, bongos, and things with like bird calls. Yeah, and that's what Martin Denny's kind of also known for is the whole bird call thing. Yes, <laughs> which happened by accident. accident. Oh, oops! They were playing a... outside, and so there were like birds and yeah. things, and then uh, somebody in the group started calling back to the birds just for fun. Oh. But then people were like, Bird are you going to do calling, that yeah. again? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. I, th- I thought you meant like just birds singing in the background. and But they're actually... That's the tiki room at Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were... No, it yeah. was that. Birds yeah. singing and then they were like, oh, back to them. Yeah. But they're also... Uh, the, the people in the band are singing back to the birds yes. too. Yeah. 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 Like they started it as a joke. They would hear uh-huh. like these noises and then as they were playing and then people liked it and they asked him to do it again and he said all right sure and then he got rich huh (laughs) that is also how drum and bass started (laughs) as a joke (laughs) um so yeah we have prior to taha we were um bereft of tiki establishments for a little while. We still are. Yeah, mm. true. true. <laughs> but we didn't have anything anything approximating tiki for a little while. But not, there... not, e- not even any attempts. Yeah. The last well, one... I mean, there's um... no just straight tiki bars now, but there are places who are doing tiki. <laughs> tiki. <laughs> he heard oh. that we wanted animal calls. Yes. Yeah. It's true. Do a callback. <laughs> Yes. This was the this beginning. Gonna... <laughs> Started as a joke. All future podcasts. <laughs> we'll have cat meow. I really like the cat meow. <laughs> hey, guys. Longtime listener. First time commenter. This is um, Pierre Paradise. <laughs> I love the cat meow. Everything else? Eh, I could go. <laughs> but we have these places like uh, Retreat and... Um, the new taste. taste. So there was a guy named John Faust who was this young, um, I don't think he was a trader. Oh. Trader. Yeah. John. Trader John. Yeah. His is without an H. <laughs> <laughs> That's the difference. Uh, who was really kind of into Tiki bef- seemingly before the other kind of big craft cocktail peoples in St. Louis. And so he would have different tiki events. He was a, a beverage director at Olio for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so they would change their cocktails up and they had like a month of tiki uh-huh. and he would, you know, talk about every drink with the history of it. Um, he also worked at Taste for a while and then a long time after he left, they would do every year like a tiki party with mm. the real drinks. Um, unfortunately, he's... In no longer Seattle. with us. <laughs> he has passed. Sadly, <laughs> to Seattle. <laughs> yeah, but there's a, there's a lot of little pop up events now that are happening. 
um, which are honestly better than that Taha place, you know, <laughs> no. which is kind of sad. We hate Taha. Oh, we really, yeah. We, we tried, Finally, I think, or at least I kind of tried to give it a chance. But we par- partially, too, we have a lot invested in this whole local tiki thing. Mm. Because hey, guys. We, <laughs> Sell your shares <laughs> and all your stocks. Put it in tiki. It's the hot commodity right now. You heard it here first. <laughs> well, it's a bull. part of our frustration, I think, because we wanted there to be a tiki bar and that, well, a good tiki bar. And it seemed like we were right on the cusp of it. It was like there was enough interest in it that it could sustain a place. But then Taha opened... And so oh. it sort of checks the box. Yes, we have a tiki bar, but it's it's, it's not. not. It's it doesn't really check the box. And it gives everyone the impression that this is this is what it's about. Right. Even yeah, though it yeah. Could be a lot better if you come in there and like you you have no idea of what a tiki bar is, and you walk into Taha, and you see like Taha. 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 <laughs> I know. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> It's like um, I, I we were talking about it last night, and I, I said it's like the um, it's like a frat house had a tiki party. Uh, so it's like like there's a lot of stuff there. They they threw crap on the walls and and you know tried to make it as best as they could, I guess. Without, if you were given like 24 hours notice, yeah, 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 it's sort of haphazardly thrown together, and the drinks are like. Eh. So let's talk about a good tiki bar. That's a great idea. I've only been to one tiki bar. Which one? And it was my favorite. (laughs) 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 And it's called Trader Sam's. It's at Disneyland. There's another trader? (laughs) And it's at... There's two of them, but I've only been to the one at Disneyland uh, Hotel. And uh, I went there for the first time... few years ago i've only been there once but i went there for the first time a few years ago uh, they with, opened in 2013 i think or really 12 it's yeah. that recent yeah oh um so i went there with my friend david we were in town for a convention designer con which i've talked about previously on this show um and i didn't know anything about it going into it um other than David. So you didn't know that it was there? You didn't know? Didn't know it was there. Oh. I'd heard it referred. You had the classic case. David just hit you on the head. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You he woke threw up. me off a building. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I think I probably had heard the, the name Trader Sam's, and I think I had assumed it was some Disney experience, you know, like either in like downtown Disney or something mm-hmm. that was just... It was either a shop or it was a restaurant or something. I had, had no preconceived notions. A churro cart. Yeah. And uh, and we went there and and I was blown away by the experience because the Trader Sam's in Disneyland is very small. Like you go there and especially if you're going at night, it's going to be packed. And, and when we walk up, like there's an outside seating area. Which to me is worthless. I don't. I see no point in that area unless you don't care about going to Trader Sam's, um, and because there's there's I guess there's theming in the sense that they're there like torches. wicker, yeah, yeah and wicker furniture and stuff. But um, the you real could just as well be like you could on be somebody's yeah, backyard absolutely. patio, and if that's all you need, fine. Yeah, but 
if you go inside of Trader Sam's, suddenly you are like transported. You feel like you're in this like little hut and you can, and the windows, you know, you can see a volcano outside. Wait, do they have like fake windows with different layers? No, no. Wow. It's there's real. A, there's a real volcano. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. This is Disney. <laughs> don't play around. Shut up, Nick. It's no, real. Yeah. 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 This is, yeah. There's this fake window and wait, I, I, no, I am curious. So is there like, a video screen. No, I don't think a, I don't think a it's a video screen. It's a lot Have you ever seen those uh fireplaces that have like like fake flames It's like a weird hologrammy type of thing, yeah. right? It's it it really does. It has like depth to it and everything. You can kind of see it, but it's it's like um painted in a certain yeah. way and it has um like built-in, I don't know if it's like some kind of like fluid or right. something, but it 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 can change. Yeah. I am yeah. more the confused now than when we started. <laughs> It, it's yeah, not a video. Is a big thing. It, is it a hologram or is it like? I don't think so. Is it practical? It or is practical. practical. Yeah, it is practical. Yeah. Um. And again, I'm walking into this blind, like Jared Leto and Blade <laughs> Runner twenty forty nine. I don't even have, I don't even have those little robots to see for me. How did you see the volcano though? Well, I was blind, but now I see. Oh. oh. Um, because <laughs> the tiki gods granted you. We were happy. We were lucky to find two spots open at the bar. We sat down. That is lucky. And uh, and then I was in for you know a show because like I didn't know that there was you know a whole like rigmarole for every drink that was ordered. You know, and, and there there are all these you know tiki drinks. They they come in their own type of little mug. And. Or- Giant bowl or giant bowl. Or giant I didn't bowl. see any. You know, you, we have one here apparently from Trader Sam's. I did not see anything like this. I only saw the the sort of single serve ones, and I did buy one. Uh, and I it's currently packed. Otherwise, I would have brought it so I could show you guys. Um, but yeah, you would order a drink, and I got the Krakoa or something like that. Krakatoa. Krakatoa, and there's this whole like. The, that I think the Krakatoa, yeah, that's right, that's right. There's a oh, air no. siren. Down the yeah, and like it, the room goes nuts. The lights go out flashing, and is and the volcano. Oh, the volcano erupts, <laughs> doesn't it? Yes, yeah, it really is. And I think a volcano erupts for Krakatoa, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes. There's also some sort of ice drink that makes the volcano erupt ice. Uh, there's a, there's one, I don't know what the ship, maybe this, the drink is called shipwreck Shipwreck, or something. There's this ship in a bottle that like it, it like starts swaying back and forth and then goes below. Like, doesn't it sink somehow? Like out of the bottle. Okay. Is the bottle standing still and the ship is? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's very cool. Like toy ship in a bottle thing. Yeah. It becomes, it starts animating and and so there's yeah. all this you know like we were like john was saying about um beachcomber dons they've thrown all this shit up on the wall and you don't know <laughs> we go in there just assuming this is all just a bunch of junk right and then things start animating and and, yeah. and you're like now you don't know what on the wall does stuff all and of a sudden like, the yeah. bass is singing <laughs> <laughs> barely wiggling around it's amazing <laughs> That's Trader Billy. <laughs> Trader oh Billy. God. I want to go there. Uh, I want to start that. Come on. <laughs> Fuck Tom. Let's start Trader Billy's. <laughs> um, and there's one where there's like an idol on the wall that'll talk or something, right? Like one yeah. of the drinks. And 
that's like yeah you at one point if you order that drink you yeah. like anger the tea that's right that's right yeah you have to like uh chant chant to the whole room them. yeah and it's it's just a lot of fun uh to be there and i i wish we could have been there longer like we were we just sort of stayed to drink our drink and i had a weird experience because uh i felt like i had a reaction to the drink and I you and, got drunk? no, <laughs> I know, I know. Um, no, it was like I had this. My throat felt like it was swelling up, and there's like whiskey in the Krakatoa and some other stuff. It's like, am I reacting to something in this drink? So I was getting kind of apprehensive about drinking it, but it tasted so good. Oh, and and my drink. So you just kept drinking it. Right. <laughs> and he had hair down to his goddamn shoulders. Um, I just said, trim it a little. <laughs> Um, the drink, I, my mug was in the shape of a volcano sort of, and is red and they put this light inside of it. There's this, uh, oh, like a light up ice cube. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so mine was glowing red when it came out. And I, as I said, I bought this mug. You don't, they serve it to you in the mug and you can choose to buy the mug itself. It's 25 dollars <laughs> and I, yes, I did buy it and yes, it was not worth it, but it was, um, and you get the ice cube too. That's the cool thing. That's cool. And that ice cube, not only does it glow red, it's all color. Like you hit a little button, it changes colors. Whoa. And there's one setting where it just cycles through them. Pretty cool. That's so you worth could, the twenty five dollars. That's worth yeah. the twenty five. You alone. should smash the mug and yeah, just and use that <laughs> cube. But yeah, I loved Trader Sam's. I can't wait to go back in 20 years or whatever <laughs> I can go to a April. bar. <laughs> um, and I'm there's the other one is in Disney world is attached to the, um, Polynesian. Polynesian. Mm-hmm. Seems a little less. I, I haven't been there. I've only seen videos and stuff, but it's just like the fact that it's attached to that resort for some reason doesn't, it's well, I guess in like the the Disneyland hotel is a much smaller property, yeah. Um, and the, so the the space right. itself is a lot smaller, and like it's easy for that for the the one that's in Florida at the Polynesian. It's easy for that one to kind of just get lost. Yeah, you know, it doesn't have like the one in in California. It has torches outside. Right, right, and it, right, it right. has a thatched well, yeah, roof and everything. Yeah, yeah, you. Walk up to it, you see, like, this is definitely a tiki bar. Yeah. Whereas the the space in sort of Florida, in, it's just a yeah. black wall. Like, there's nothing Which is there. kind of cool, though. I mean, I, yeah, I, I do. Because a lot of tiki that. bars, sure. um, like Smuggler's Cove, like that. Smuggler's that book, Cove. It's like they try to make the outside as unassuming as possible. Oh, so you yeah. In, You're kind of blown away. Magical. Yeah. Yeah. So in a, in a way, that's that fair. Maybe that's why the patio of the one in Disneyland is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. From somebody who doesn't know about anything. Tiki when, anything. <laughs> tiki Barber? Do you know about him? <laughs> uh, it seemed to me that the patio would be the place to be at a Tiki Bar. No, and so before wrong. you described the magical inside, I know. Like, I, I didn't understand. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I thought you wanted, like, part of it Just was, stop thinking, Nick. That, just, <laughs> it seemed like, uh, maybe not the patio, but, like, I, I would imagine, like, an outdoor area that could still right. capture some of that, but you actually get a you, breeze in the night sky and that kind of thing would 
be a part of it. But from from what you're telling me, you want to be locked in a room with yes, no windows yes. or fake windows. Yeah, yeah. Like the new Star Wars hotel that's coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, there's, I can't wait to try <laughs> to crack a toe. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> in that documentary, there was one of the tiki bars they featured where it looked like um, they had styled their um, bar to look like you're on a ship. And and the windows are sort of angled like they would be like in captain's quarters, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and rain can run like they. It looks like they run water down it, so it looks like yeah. sort of a storm is happening. That's cool. that's the Mike oh, I think. Yeah. And and he yeah. said that they've built this bridge for when you walk in, and when people walk across the bridge, it makes this noise where inside the bar it sounds like thunder. So like you're that that's such a cool little feature that yeah. you know you randomize the sound mm. and it's just yeah I don't know I, I was walking in on the yeah. entrance huh is that on the entrance I guess yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like as you're walking into the building yeah. right that's very cool it's cool that place is one of the only I think um, bars that was originally around in the heyday that has just kept going Maikai yeah right? that's Maikai what it's called in Fort Lauderdale yeah. Uh, and that's where the Tiki Oasis. Or is. The Oasis is that? That's the one in San Diego, right? But the Maikai is the one. That's where the Hukalu. Kula Hula. Hukalau. 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 Yes, Tiki Oasis in San Diego. Yeah, and these are uh, annual gatherings of tiki files, like current that people I have, who are into tiki. I have to say, like. The more I watched these tiki files speak, the less I liked them. Well, I'm obsessed with those, like, revivalist people. Oh, I thought you were talking about John and Chelsea. (laughs) (laughs) The more you guys talk. This is the last episode that will be on. It's been great being a host. I hope you've enjoyed being a guest. Yeah, good. Um... You know, they were a lot of them referred to like, uh, you know, the punk scene being like this tiki being a natural outgrowth of being interested in punk. Mm -hmm. That blows my mind. Well, and I I absolutely see it in like the people I know who Who like it, what they are like now, Uh, and uh what they were like. It's I can see it's got that same or or sorry. It's very easy to step from a punk aesthetic into that Polynesian pop, at least certain types of punk. Yeah. Um, and that because like, of all the peas. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of safety pins involved in tiki apparel. Uh, yeah. Um, but every time someone would say it on that thing, I just sort of roll my eyes. <laughs> I don't know. It, it was weird. I think it was it was just a little too much hearing them like be really excited about. Yeah. Because um, I because it does look like a lot of fun. <laughs> it's um, well, you you are like really well versed in the the revivalists and and kind of the practitioners of modern day um, tiki implements and such. Yeah. Well, I don't know, but. Um I mean, I think they're just those, like, big players. Like, the one who I think mostly talked about being from the punk scene is Otto von Stroheim. Was that the guy who uh, 
did the book on like a lot of the architecture and stuff, or is that a different guy? That is I only because then he's Kirsten? oh yeah 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 that's who I'm thinking of. And he's German, and he was a, a, an American file, I guess. Uh-huh. Is that what that's called? Yeah, American, American file. file. <laughs> <laughs> American file. Tonight on American <laughs> file. <laughs> but wait, what's the other guy? Otto von, Otto von Stroheim. Mm-hmm. Is that a made-up name? No, I don't know. <laughs> it's cool, isn't it? Is he? His wife's name American is Baby file. Doe. Baby, Baby Doe, Doe. like D O E. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that baby doe. Is that them? That's the first image that came up when I put in Otto von Stroheim. Uh, Maybe. That's definitely Otto. I don't Let know. That, that could be. Ba- I've only seen like baby current doe, day photos of baby yeah. doe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That guy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I mean, he was, he was, yeah. He did talk a lot in the, the but document. He's the oh. one who started um, Tiki News. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which was like the zine. Right. And... Another very punk thing to, oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. To start a zine. And it sounds like he really kind of took to it because it was this sort of lost history thing, right. this kind of fringe counterculture thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and probably like not very valued at the time, like late '80s, early '90s. Like he started by finding stuff at like thrift shops and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and I think most of these guys did. Mm, yeah. I mean, that's how that's been Kirsten. Um, when he would go to L.A., he would go to this one thrift shop and see really cool tiki stuff, and then he came back and it was closed, um, but then went to Oceanic Arts, which is kind oh, of right. like a that's big That's the mecca, right, place. for yeah. tiki stuff. Okay. <clears throat> I can, yeah, I can see that connection between punk and tiki. It's just so weird how opposite they are, right? It, well, now, I mean, I think because tiki is so seen so kitschy. Yeah, it's, right. it's kitschy, yeah. it's escapism, yeah. it's mm-hmm. fantasy, it's oh, hula, I mean, it's yeah. lays. You could see punk as kind of escapism fantasy, I though. Th- yeah, yeah. I, think, I think the through line is sort of feeling like an outcast or feeling like you don't have a group to belong to. But they're opposite ends of the same yeah. possible. I, I think yeah. you age into tiki. Right. I think yeah. you yeah. start as a punk and you evolve into You're like, that's, shit, that's I got a game. decent job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do I do now? What do I do with all this money? Oh, well, I guess I buy $75 mugs. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Otto ended up being um, <laughs> a resident DJ at a lot of the like first tiki bars, mm. which I think was very kind of cool. Oh. Yeah. There's also the regionality of punk and that's TV. that's yeah. a good point. I hadn't thought about that like being in yeah, California. Southern California. Yeah. yeah. Um, that I I sort of wonder about that with the that crew of people who are uh, the forebearers of like tiki revivalism. So modern that, tiki. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's Otto, there's uh, Sven, and then there's um, uh, Beach, Beach Bumberry, Jeff Beach Bumberry, who is the one who kind of uh, was able to crack the code of Don Beachcomber's mm. cocktails. Oh. And he did that by just going to bars, um, <laughs> meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Full stop. <laughs> Wait, is this number 13 or is this number seven? So, yeah, I'm a professional cryptographer. I've, I've been going to bars. I just cracked the code. I just cracked the code and there's nothing you can... There's nothing you... 
Arzon the Beachcomber can do about it. And I just started a new tiki bar, and it's called Cracking the Code. <laughs> you do that very well. <laughs> Thank you. No, but he met people who were like, you know, uh, original Don the Beachcomber bartender's daughter, or people like that who had like inherited They their, had the knowledge. They had the knowledge, and he ended up uh, like kind of writing it all down yeah. and um, called it. <laughs> uh, what is it's it? Like beach bum. Uh, beach bum. Groglog. Groglog. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Does he have a blog? <laughs> grog log vlog? Yeah. He has a vlog. <laughs> He's the grog log vlog. Awesome. What's up, guys? <laughs> What's up, yo? Beach bum. What's his name? Barry. Hey. Beach bum Barry here. Don't forget to click subscribe. <laughs> <If> you <laughs> mash, smash that subscribe button. <laughs> <laughs> Can he we get Adam to do a YouTube <laughs> channel where he yes. just... Yes. <laughs> yeah, we can. <laughs> the answer is yes, Nick. We can. That's all he does. <laughs> he, he just clicks that subscribe. <laughs> Yo, guys. Time to hit the subscribe button. <laughs> all right. If you guys are going to click the subscribe button, I, I don't think I could take it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the end of my line. Psych! Hit that subscribe button! (laughs) 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 Oh man! Um, I've I uh I I did not come prepared, but I have an hallucination. (gasps) What? see what I can do. All right. A listination. All right. This is where we go around the table and we list You, you try to name what I'm going to say. Okay. We're going to start with Drew. <sighs> if okay. you can't think of anything, you're out. Okay. And today we are naming ancient Hawaiian tiki gods. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Drew. Uh, Aku. You're so close. Aku Aku? <laughs> You're out. Damn. <laughs> Chelsea. Try it. Try it. We just heard like four or five of them said multiple times while waiting outside the tiki room. I know. Maybe you could um, <laughs> say something that close to what Drew said, but drop part of it. <laughs> Ak. You're out. <laughs> I think I know it. John. Um, you're out. <laughs> no, go ahead. Wait, didn't he win? Yeah, we were both yeah. Out. yeah, don't I win? No, no, I'm still in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Tangaroa. You said that with such confidence. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure yeah, I just need to look. <laughs> That's like a grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to accept it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Koo is the top Koo. one. Koo. Koo. Yeah. Koo. Uh, what? I mean, nothing starts with a consonant. Koo is the... <laughs> yeah, that's a good 
Good thinking, but who uh, is the ancient tiki god of war? Yeah, I I I have heard that before. Sure, you have. Maybe that's where I got Aku. Thinking, um, Aku. Well, there is, there's, there's like, like a, drink a yeah, it's called, called the Aku Aku, Aku, Aku yeah. which is why you were close. <sighs> that's the shortest illustration <laughs> we've ever done. <laughs> I mean, I kind of expected that. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't have named any of them. Yeah, so who are who are your like sort of favorite? Who are tiki who are people? is another <laughs> drink. It's my favorite tiki god. Yeah. <laughs> who are your favorite uh, Instagram tiki personalities? Uh, hmm. Well, I'm a huge fan of Tiki Tony. Okay. Uh, tiki Tony lives in Southern California somewhere. He's always posting from Trader Sands. Okay. And he does some artwork for Disney. Ooh. Um, Is he an Imagineer? I don't think he's an Imagineer. I don't know what that means. I'm just, <laughs> they keep talking about it. <laughs> I hope not. Oh. Oh. <laughs> what? I kind of saw that coming. What? Yeah. You lose a certain oh, amount of credibility. Hope, and, you and hope not, huh? Well, household. I hope you enjoyed you Trader Sands, because guess what? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure that was designed by a Disney Imagineer. <laughs> Probably. You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Me. It's me. (laughs) It was me the whole time. Um, Tiki Tony. Ricky Tiki Tabby. Ricky Tiki Tabby is one. Ricky Tiki Tabby. I don't know if you're serious or not. (laughs) There's a guy named Tiki Chippy. (laughs) (laughs) Does some cool things. Uh, oh, but well, they these people like design tiki mugs too. Oh yeah, mm. okay, cool. And you can buy these. You can buy these. Like, do they are they um, one of a kinds or are they mass? Do they mass produce them in any way or both? Nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm now blanking on who else I follow, but we'll I put some in the show notes. Like what you will mm. notice, yes, is that there is a lack of women. Yeah. Mm. There Which was is disturbing, but there is that w- one. Um... Oh yeah, what's her name? <laughs> yeah, let's get her. There's up. one. <laughs> There's one. Yeah. Uh, uh, the revivalist Christy Tiki Kaliki White. Mm. Christy Tiki Kaliki. Mm-hmm. Is half of the fun of Tiki <laughs> just having fun names? I think, I think so. Okay, <laughs> seems like it. I think we need names. But she started Tiki Central, which was. Um, Back in the '90s, a Yahoo chat. Oh yeah, mm. and she was on that documentary. Yeah. yeah, and she got all these people to like come together across the world to talk about tiki, and she's the one who started Tiki Oasis. Nice. Originally um, at the Trader Vic's in Atlanta, and which is of course a ukulele cover band of Oasis. Yes. <laughs> yeah. God, I would go see that. <laughs> Oh, me too. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Um, okay, here. I think are we coming up on time here? Yeah, I think we're we're approaching the shoreline. I'm curious. This may be a challenge, but I'd like to know if you opened a tiki bar, what's what kind of what, what would be your like cool theme or cool mm. idea for it? Oh wait. Hold on. John's going in the back. He's coming out. He's got a PowerPoint presentation. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, actually, this is something that we have talked about a lot. Like, you have long wanted to open a tiki bar. Let's do it. And <coughs> Wait, are we invited? Or no. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Drew's going to be the Imagineer behind yeah, the design. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> the tiki bar. So do you any? Do you want to reveal any of your uh, designs? Their proprietary secrets. Well, I think. Do you need like, a tiny curtain to show us? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <A> tiny curtain. <laughs> I need a tiny curtain. Well, I've I've long thought that like the the music deviation that I would long you know really support would be to do a little bit more toward the surf punk mm. vein. Yeah. Um, so, but still keeping in like within a coastal nautical realm but maybe not rely entirely on exotica or um like surf guitar vintage surf guitar you know stuff but do like more contemporary stuff and even possibly like um have live live bands and stuff there yeah it seems like the thing to do is to have a house band Mm -hmm. and so we should also form a band a band (laughs) yeah (laughs) nick do you have any uh, yeah, I've given the, this a bit of thought. Um, <laughs> different from them, I'd be like complete 180. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be uh, we'd no no band. The only thing, the only music we'd play is uh, Bruce Springsteen's Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> it's just playing on a loop. Okay. Uh, we only serve whiskey. Uh huh. And. Um, after the first week, I kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> Best oh tiki bar ever. <laughs> okay, I have, I have two ideas. All right. First idea, showbiz pizza style tiki Ooh. bar where you have an animatronic band made up of tiki gods. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and it could even be the rock fire explosion type thing where they play, you know, pre-made music and yeah. it can be surf punk or it can be you know traditional exotica type stuff that's my first idea that's second good. idea haunted tiki bar Ooh. um where you just add a layer of you know ghosts and yeah. spooks and supernatural stuff on top of it all those are my ideas i like both of those yeah. a lot people are gonna go to that yeah so no one listened to this. <laughs> hey, you're in luck. <laughs> we'll just cut all that out. Uh, yeah. No, I think that's awesome. Those are great ideas. I do uh, want to mention, I just researching things for the show, mm-hmm. I went from not knowing that there was a tiki bar in Kansas City to being completely obsessed with it and mm. like, a day and road trip. I yeah. think there's a road trip <laughs> nice. in our future. It's called Tiki Cat. It's only been open for a year, but it's already rated the number one tiki bar in the world. What? By what? A site called Critiki, which is a pretty well thought of like crowdsourced tiki bar. Review and site. Is it like Based a in Mauhouse type place <laughs> where there's cats? <laughs> Free roaming? Oh. Also another. No, but that could be kind of. I mean, that's that my idea too. Probably happens in. And they wear various. little tiki masks. Oh, it yeah. should be called Kitty oh, yeah. Tiki. Where's that cat? <laughs> what is it called? Kitty Tiki. <laughs> <laughs> 
The best thing about it is having to pronounce it. Welcome to the kitty. Get it? You have to say yeah. that every time. Uh, well, um, I think, uh, I guess we, we have to take this one behind the curtain now. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. John has to do his magic to it. Yeah. We never see how John... I mean, we literally don't ever see <laughs> how you uh, do your magic to these episodes. So you're a lot like you're John the Beachcomber. Oh wow! Yeah. All right. You're the, you're the, the podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, uh, thank you for taking this uh, journey. Yeah. Thank you for the disgusting drinks. Water. <laughs> <laughs> you get to keep the mug. No, you don't. Give me that. One last little swig I got of it. Nice. Oh, do we need to do our plugs? That's right. Don't we? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, I'll go first. Um, as always, you can visit my Instagram account, go Pizza Knot, for some drawings and stuff. Maybe I'll draw a tiki thing. Who knows? Hey. Um, I want to plug Nick's upcoming apology tour. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. He's going to be hitting all the major cities, uh-huh. right? And a few you didn't expect. Um, you can look for that uh, this summer. Uh, this Thursday night, I'm going to be at the AMC Esquire watching Jurassic World, <laughs> whatever the <laughs> whatever the Fallen subtitle Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom is. And uh, <laughs> Jurassic World the subtitle. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also check out our Instagram page, the archive, or our Facebook or Twitter or. YouTube. I think everything's the archive. Everything's the archive. Yeah. Um, And if you have any topic ideas that you want to hear us cover for an hour, we would love to hear them, and we promise we'll do them. Yeah, promise. That's anything. The promise we make to you. Anything. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I guess I will again plug my other podcast, uh, on which you can hear many of the songs that I would probably play in my tiki bar. Yeah. Uh, and it's called Long Weekend. Can I do a plug? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why we're looking at you. Yo, you can visit my Instagram page at Bowersocks00 for pictures of cats, <laughs> alcohol, and yeah. John. <laughs> oh, man. My three favorite things. It's true. And that's socks with an X. That is socks with an X. And Bauer with a W. That's correct. Not right. like Jack Bauer. Yeah, not like Jack Bauer wearing socks. <laughs> that would be cooler. I mean, I draw assume that? he does I am wear them. Totally getting that Instagram before we leave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on it right now. <laughs> All right, uh, throw this one in the volcano, and everybody chant "Ohoa, Ohoa, Ohoa, Ohoa." Next time on the archive, we're doing a little bit of the old archive roulette.